0: Hello, and welcome to The Plants We Eat, that show where we talk about the science and the art of the various plants that we use for food. And today we're gonna to be talking about, well, you know, you I, know, I, I, I'm still rusty, I'm okay. still rusty. Yeah, well, well, this is our second show
1: since Since, since we, the pandemic. Since the pandemic. It's really and, screwed us up. Uh, I'm Cindy Proctor.
0: And I'm Jeff Gilman. <laughs> and it's great to be back talking with you guys. About uh, about the plants we eat. And so, I'm excited
1: to talk about this one. Isn't this
0: a fun this plant? This is very fun. We are talking today about... Jackfruit. You got it. <laughs>
1: I am sorry to say it first. It's a tree. Jackfruit is a tree. And it, it's the fruit is bigger it, than a football.
0: It's insane. It's insane. Uh, so I've read a, n- a number of different ranges in size. Um, but of the fruit? Of the fruit. Um, I saw— What's your
1: pounds? How many pounds?
0: The maximum that I saw was 120.
1: Okay, I heard that, and I kind of discounted. 35 pounds seems more likely.
0: Yeah, yeah. And when
1: I've seen it for sale, you don't find the whole thing intact, usually, because Mm -hmm. it's too hard to carry. Like, it's 30—like, that's like, uh, how many pounds of milk is six pounds? Mm -hmm. I mean, a gallon of milk is six pounds? Yep. Like, how many milks is that? Do the math. Hurry up.
0: Uh, actually, six. a gallon of milk is, is, is more than six. It's no, like, it's not. Sure? I saw it was eight. Is it, what,
1: what is okay, it? Okay, it's six gallons of milk
0: that okay. you're carrying
1: at one time.
0: Wow, that's heavy.
1: So they cut it in half, usually, and sell mm. it that way if okay. you want to have it
0: fresh. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It's that's you. Okay, go it's, ahead. Well, you know, while we're talking about this, now let's talk about the height of the tree, which is usually 30 to 70 feet. Um, and now let's talk about what happens when one of these things falls on your head. I know. I thought of that. Did you look it up? I, <laughs> I'm sure I don't have. to. I can't believe you didn't I, look it up. Well,
1: what? You get a concussion, or you die? You die. Okay.
0: <laughs> you know, I don't have to look that up. <laughs> but I, I had to, and and did of course find people who had died from uh, these things falling on their on their heads. Uh, it's, it's Do they just,
1: fall like coconuts?
0: No, i you know i just i just saw i saw one situation where a guy was actually climbing the tree and trying to cut one down okay. and it just
1: so i've only seen little seedlings of this and then i've only seen the fruit i've never in real per, in real life i've never seen i've
0: never seen the and, tree and by
1: the way i i think they're yeah. 80 feet tall not 35 feet.
0: 30 to
1: 70
0: was the range that i okay. found <laughs> okay. 30 to 70 was okay. the range that i found um these things, you know, we're talking about the the weight. They can be uh, three feet long, also. Mm-hmm. Which, dang, this is the national fruit of Bangladesh, and it is most closely related to the to the fig and to mulberry the mulberry tree. The mulberry, mulberry. tree. Mulberry. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Biggest producer is going to be India, uh, but Bangladesh and Thailand certainly produce it, and you certainly can't find it in the in the Americas. Um, in fact, it it can be a pretty big deal in the Americas. Did you um, do you happen to read about it in Brazil? No. Okay. Well, in Brazil, it is actually considered um, an invasive species.
1: I can get. Do you know how many seeds are in this thing?
0: Exactly. When one of these things falls, it spreads seed. So let me explain. So can we I'm talk about I'm not the
1: fruit. Let's talk about the fruit
0: itself. Sure. Let's talk. We can because yeah. it's cool. It it is very cool. Okay. All right. So the fruit itself, uh, obviously, very large, and in fact, I have a piece. Right here, and it's very firm. In fact, Cindy, you can feel that if you want to. I don't know how much jackfruit oh, yeah. you feel. Mm-hmm. So that's fresh um, jackfruit. I didn't bring a whole one in, but I did bring <laughs> a piece. And, Cindy, you can take your hands off of it now. I mean, it's really, <laughs> that poor thing. <laughs> anyway.
1: I like how it feels. Well, the thing is, it's, it's like unlike- you got a new
0: stretch arm is- <laughs> strong when you're little, and you just can't It's
1: unlike—you know, what's neat about it, it's unlike any fruit you're ever going to— it, it really and is and much the, thicker. the ins- when you cut it in half it, the inside of it looks very much like any fruit well not any yeah. fruit but some fruits I can't think of a, of an analogy but um the center of it isn't edible it's the it's the pulp around the center mm-hmm. and inside each of the pods right is the seed and you need to take that seed out and enjoy this part I'm touching and it just is exactly. it's
0: interesting it's very it, it is kind of stretched armstrong-ish yes um the silly seeds- putty it's worth pointing out the seeds are actually also edible. Yes, There's they are. There's nothing wrong you at all. You can
1: cook them and eat them.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the really interesting things that I found is that people, because of this texture, especially when it's heated, it gets more of a meat texture. Um, I, I want to say the texture is probably a little bit more like a, a meaty fish mm-hmm. than a uh, than that's a real true. steak. Pl- that's true. It's kind of flaky. It's it's different than anything you've tried before. Well.
1: Let's let's cut to the chase. If you're a if if you're a, a vegetarian mm-hmm. or even vegan, right. you could have pulled pork.
0: You can, and which, you made some. Which <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> uh, okay, we can try. We can we can try. Know, I'm sorry. Okay, I got no. too I got too <laughs> greedy. You get. You're getting too aggressive. Too aggressive. Okay,
1: but the, that's okay. But each of the sections are pods, and if you pull if you pull it out, mm-hmm. if you get if you touch it right and start pulling at it, you can actually. In, uh, keep these pods intact with the mm-hmm. seed inside. You have to take the seed out, separate these pods to create mm-hmm. the dish that you are right now. Right now, you have to cook it for forty-five minutes
0: and stuff like. No, I admit what I actually did was oh, to. Yeah, um, it, what I actually did was to buy a can, so I did not buy a big piece <sighs> of fresh um, jackfruit. I have to admit that. Okay. And then I uh, took the sections, and I put them into a smoker. And for those of you who don't know, my my hobby is is uh smoking meats. I mostly I do pulled pork, but I certainly also do ribs. Those are the two that I do a lot. But I've done everything from fish, I've done tofu, I've done um yeah, chicken. I, I smoke almost everything and I also smoke mushrooms. I smoke eggplant for Bobaganoo. So I smoke a lot of stuff. <laughs> um boy, that sounds bad. I don't know, Tim, I might want to take that part That's out. That's why I'm laughing I'm, I'm kidding. You can keep that part in. Um So I I smoke a lot of different stuff, and uh, for uh, fruits like this, typically uh, an hour to an hour and a half is plenty. So I took the different pieces, uh, put them – I took the different pieces. I took the pieces as they came out of the can, which are chunks.
1: um, Now I have to ask you, when you open the can, did it smell like bubblegum?
0: No. Okay. At least not to my recollection.
1: the fruit does. Okay, so go ahead. We'll we'll Uh, get to that in a minute. So call the
0: chunks, I don't know, three inches by three inches. Yeah, more or less. That's big. Actually, maybe more two inches by two inches. Mm. Let's call it two inches by two inches. I put those into the smoker, smoked them for about an hour and a half at uh, 250 degrees, and I used apple uh, wood for the smoke. The reason I used apples is because it's a much more mild flavor. I know you guys probably don't know all the detail, but I do this a lot, so I, I think about this. I did use a dry rub on it. The dry rub was very basic, uh, salt, brown sugar, a little bit of chili powder. Um, And then, um, yeah, after I was done smoking, um, I pulled it. And then when I was done pulling it, I did not feel it had quite enough texture to it. So then I actually broiled it on high for about seven or eight minutes. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Okay. I then uh, left it sit overnight, and we're eating it cold today. It's really good. Well, thank you. Tim, we are, this is it, Tim, Tim will try, He's our non-partisan. Uh, the texture after the yeah, second, <laughs> the texture after the second day, I think, is better. By the way, right out of the smoker, is a little bit more fruit-like, and now it's a little bit denser. All right, Tim, what do you think?
1: Oh yeah, I love this. This is really
0: good. All right. Mm-hmm. Jeff will make you some.
1: <laughs> I want to try some more, but you then you can, can have it.
0: <laughs> My wife did not like it. Y'all are free to try all you want. We happened to have the um, the air conditioner repairman over yesterday, and he smelled it and said, by the way, that smells great. We're doing outside. Meanwhile, I was all finished inside, and I said, how would you like to try some non-meat barbecue? He said it was interesting. <laughs> so, you know, anyway. Um, it's really good. I'm glad you like it. I do. I like it cold. You can have Or hit it with a little bit of um Yeah, guys, have all you want. Sorry. I hit it with a little of George's barbecue sauce at the end can I too. I like this. Uh, yeah, in fact, I'd love to know. So Cindy is actually going to try the jackfruit uh with absolutely no flavor, anything straight out of the can. That's what it looks like straight out of the can.
1: Well, if you buy it fresh mm-hmm. from an international market, you it'll when you cut into it, it's very bubblegum-ish. Okay. In fact, the um the chemical compound is a com- is commonly found in jackfruit, is commonly used for bubblegum. Really? hmm
0: Okay. That is not something I found. Um the mm, seeds. It's been pickled. So That's one wild. of the things I wish I do actually wish that I had a fresh one because I would like to try um, roasting the seeds, which are supposed to taste like chestnut. You- Tim, you want to try the unflavored jackfruit and see what you think? Yeah, I try. Okay. Cindy, what did you think of it?
1: It, well, the can didn't have much taste, so you're buying the canned if you want to flavor it with something like barbecue or right. or another strong.
0: So what you're basically um, saying about my barbecue is you actually like the sauces that I put on That's it. right. That's, okay. You know, and, and, you and know that's,
1: tofu kind of adopts any seasoning, yes. the, it's kind of like that, although it's stringy, and tofu is spongy. Yeah. And. Um,
0: I have to say, tofu is very difficult to smoke.
1: Yeah, oh, I'm sure.
0: It does not work well. But uh,
1: I, I think that... Uh, this would be—I I would eat this. This is very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Now, I would love to—maybe uh, we should have the fresh on sometime and have that bubble gum If I can find smell. it, I, okay. I could bring it in. Okay. So,
0: Tim, what was your impression of the unflavored? Uh, I wasn't too big of a fan of the unflavored. Okay. <laughs> but but the barbecue was—, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. was It's high. been pickled, hasn't it? Oh, the un- yeah. yeah. All right. Good.
0: All right. So one of the things about the jackfruit, especially when it matures, is that it does have a bad odor, and there's actually a really interesting patent <laughs> for using um, for using charcoal to absorb the foul smell <laughs> of the jackfruit uh, a mature a mature jackfruit. The wood is also extremely high value. It's a tight grain termite proof wood. Oh, so you know. Well, it awesome. has more
1: uses than just eat. yes. eating the fruit.
0: Yep, exactly. Uh, it's used for musical instruments, uh, and it's actually exported to Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, and the heartwood can be used for uh, dye.
1: Fruit. Oh, dye? Okay. For
0: dye. those was actually used to dye monk's robes oh. back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
1: And to make—I read make furniture. Not the, Yes, not yes. This, but the yes. wood itself. I actually
0: looked up some of the, of the different jackfruit furniture, and I mean— Obviously, it has a lot to do with the carpenter, but it was really amazing. They make some nice stuff. It's especially nice because it's such a hard wood that you can make very fine sections and still count on those being um, very firm. So one of the things about using this as a food um, is that while people use it as a meat substitute, um, in terms of its protein content, it is not Uh high. It it has a relatively high carbohydrate content. I mean— Not unusually high, but relatively high carbohydrate content. Protein really is not um, all that high. All right, so I did want to talk briefly about uh, one of the big problems with this plant, and that's that in Brazil it is invasive. Mm -hmm. And as you pointed out, when these big things hit the ground, it spreads seeds uh, all over the place. Well, when these seeds go all over the place, they're in eaten by marmosets and and coty. And the marmosets and coty then further spread the seeds, which then further spreads these animals, which in turn terrorize the birds. Because these, (laughs) I'm serious, these these are these these two animals that they eat not only jackfruit, but they also eat meat. So um, the spread of this plant is actually reducing bird populations
1: in an indirect way. In
0: a in an indirect way. Yes.
1: Now, if you if you want to if you want to grow a seed, if you want to grow a plant from a seed at home, you can. Yes. It's fun. Absolutely. You should you should I would roast,
0: a, I'd roast them and eat them at like chestnuts, but
1: I know but you, well you can take one of those seeds out of hundreds that you have.
0: That's right. If you're in Florida, the plant might even live.
1: That's well <laughs> you can bring it in and out. It'll never bear fruit, but it'll right. be fun. Something different, something tropical. <laughs> um A a point of conversation.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And it won't
1: indirectly or directly affect any mammal or bird. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a... Which which is is a mammal. Right.
0: (laughs) A bird is not... Anyway. Okay. Uh, A bird is not a mammal. practice. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, before we leave today, I, I wanted to share with you one of my new favorite TV shows. Let me tell you something. In quarantine, I've gotten to watch more terrible TV shows... We all have. ...than I...
1: Binge watching is a new thing.
0: Here's a great. For here's me. a great one. Yes, um, it's called uh, Well or Unwell. Actually, it's it's either Well or Unwell, and it's on Netflix. Have you heard of it? Mm-mm. All right. Well, what they do? There's only six episodes now, and they talk about different things that um, can be or are used as medicines. Now, um, I have to admit that I skipped the tantric sex one, but um, but the first one was absolutely. <laughs> Uh, wonderful because it was on something that we've talked about at least a little bit here and that's essential oils no and the essential oil show i thought was just remarkably good and the reason it was remarkably good is because they looked at every side of the problem rather than just saying essential oils hip hip hooray aren't they wonderful they said essential oils sure they may have some benefits but they definitely have drawbacks as well that you really need to be careful of and um you know, here's some different people telling you their experiences. There's one woman who had um, a terrible illness caused by essential oils. Um, she had just awful reactions. And by the way, just this is something I've worked with in the past. A lot of people have terrible reactions. And there are some essential oils that even if you don't have a bad reaction, just a small overdose can really make you sick. But then they also showed... Uh, so I've actually been kind of negative to essential oils. Really? Uh, yes, because okay. because of the way that they're sometimes overused or used incorrectly.
1: So you know how we took a break and talked about bugs. Why yes. don't we do that about essential oils? We could do that. Okay, let's
0: do it. What well, we need to get through a few more plants, right. but I, but I but I agree. I think that would be a lot of fun. Okay, um, with a lot of the plants that I've dealt with, uh, you know, you talk about essential oils, and again, just a mild misuse could cause real serious problems. But then in this show, they also did a great job of pointing out how. Um, these essential oils, especially uh, some of the aromatherapy, you know, it just can relax you mm-hmm. or it can make you feel. I, I actually uh, thought it was similar to music. You know, nice music can cheer you up and, you know, hard bass line can get you going. So I thought I thought it was really nice. I, I thought it was a really good show. So if you have the chance, um, again, it's here's the title of the show. It's called Well, W-E-L-L. But in front, it has parenthetically, un. So it's, you know, Oh, okay. But again, the great thing about it is they look at both sides of the equation. They don't just- I like uh,
1: that. Not just their side.
0: N- exactly. Yeah. Not just their side. I think you would enjoy it a lot. <laughs> I think you'd get a lot out of it. All right.
1: Implying so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this, this has been The Plants We Eat with Jeff Gilman and Cindy Thank you so much for listening and look forward it, it, this is a presentation of uh, College of Liberal Arts and Sciences at UNC Charlotte uh, along with the UNC Charlotte Botanical Gardens and the Isle Group. Thanks for listening and we look forward to talking to you soon.